When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. We're your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink of buildingboys.net and Janet Allison of boysalive.com. Well, we'd like to think we've moved on from the boy stereotypes and the fact that girls can wear pink and like ballerinas and mermaids and boys can't, although that is changing. And I love that we have a social revolutionist as our guest today. She is changing that mindset of boys can't like pink, boys can't dance, boys can't like mermaids and Barbies. And Sassy, welcome. I'm so, we are so happy to welcome you today and hear about how you started this movement called My Boy Can. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So my boy can. <laughs> how did you start? How what? How did this come? Okay. To so basically, I do have a son myself, and he is somebody who doesn't conform to the male gender himself in terms of his favourite things are Barbies and mermaids and Elsa, which is fine. But what we found is within our community we are facing a little bit of negativity towards him and so I decided that I needed to do something to kind of support him and just try and see who else is out there to see if I can actually connect with other people just to see who else is going through the same thing so I started a page literally to kind of moan and let everything off my chest of what I'm going through and it's just been wonderful because lots of other families have connected to me and just said do you know what our son's exactly the same and we're facing the same issues and what can we do what can we do as community to kind of make a change and it's taken off from there which has been brilliant (laughs) I love that you instinctively seem to realize what we find so often if one boy parent, boy family is going through something. There are others out there dealing with the same exact thing. And that's where we find our power. And that's, I think, and I know Janet agrees with me, that's how we can finally start making change when we stop keeping all of this inside of ourselves and our homes as a problem to be solved and start connecting with others and say, hey, if this is happening to all of us, Maybe the problem isn't my kid or my family. Exactly. exactly it's a bigger issue. Or the problem isn't just the United States. Because yeah. as I didn't mention in the beginning, oh, yes. is 
uh, lives in Portsmouth, England. So this is an international issue. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's what we're finding on the page. It's it's not been local people per se. It's been worldwide, which is why for me it became very overwhelming because all of a sudden I was like, actually, this is a global situation. This is a conversation and discussion globally that needs to happen. Um, and it it just came to light from there, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about um, you. You sort of picked a avenue to go down first. It, I believe, and I may have this wrong, but I understand there's a, a first campaign and a hashtag around my yes. voice dance. That's Why right. And okay. So um, I just started the page just generally as almost like a blog, and that was absolutely fine. And we had generally a, a small amount of followers and the discussion was happening and my son particularly um was a part of a dance school and he i don't know where it all came from but he was told that if he dance um at the age of four that he is either a girl or a gay and that's when i was like i don't know if it's come from a child an adult just through the language and he decided he just couldn't do ballet anymore and for me that was when I kind of decided that actually I needed to do something a bit more specific than just have a blog Um, and so I decided to contact all the schools just with our community in Portsmouth um, dance schools that is and just ask how many boys actually attended their classes do they face stigma themselves within our community and can or would they be interested in doing a small project with myself where we were going to get all the boys together and do a photo shoot um, and just kind of empower them a little bit to say look you all do it you're, you're all part of this community we all support you your family your dance schools your dance family we all support that and um, so we started with this idea for a little project within Portsmouth well the powers of Facebook that be as soon as it went on Facebook all of a sudden other uh, communities and and up and down the country and around the world were saying we want to do it and I thought I can't at the moment (laughs) I haven't got the facilities to be able to make that happen so we decided to start a campaign and we just encouraged everybody to just take photos of their friends their family um, anybody they knew that was a boy that danced with the hashtag my boy can dance and it just went crazy and that is literally what has spurred on my boy can so all you have to do is just type in the hashtag my boy can and anybody that has shared it made it public and it is worldwide it's been brilliant they have all now just got behind it and um they're just showing their support for their boys and obviously alongside that now more people are now joining the discussion and um, companies are interested in in seeing what we want to do and where we want to go with it Um, and in Portsmouth itself um, what initially was meant to be a small little project for a couple of boys I now have 130 boys within Portsmouth wanting to take part and the photo shoot we're doing will take place in September but also local um, theatre companies and the council and things have asked if we can create a project to engage with those boys and offer extra support and see if we can um, offer things like um, 
So the theatre, when they've got touring companies coming in, their professionals will actually have a discussion with them and then they can go see the shows and things like that. So it's connecting everybody and just trying to empower the boys to say, well, look what you're doing and it's amazing and keep doing it. So this is so brilliant. I am blown away. I know Janet is. Janet knows a little about my story, my son's story. My oldest is now 21. He was four when he said he wanted to take dance class. I talked about it with his dad and his dad and I connected in high school because we were both part of, we called it show choir, but it's singing, dancing, performing. So he was not opposed to the idea. So Nathan took dance class and loved it. And also very quickly realized he was the only boy in the class. He took lessons for two years and he started to internalize that message that this is for girls and he quit. Yes. Now he did eventually find other avenues and he did, uh, he was involved in theater in middle school and in high school. And he did, he was in the same exact uh, show choir that his dad and I were in, you know, 20 years later. Full circle. And he did that through college. But that stereotype, it's 2019. It is 2019. And these boys are still dealing with gay, girly, constantly. Well, the fascinating thing about this, I find, is that like so many things around this stereotype that we've created socially, is that dance is very physically challenging. You have to be coordinated and strong. And there's football players who take dance lessons so that they can be more uh, coordinated and strong. And so we have, as happens so often, we have this conundrum of, you know, here's this sport of dance that requires such physicality and yet we're saying oh boys you know no that's too girly you can't do that so the mixed messages are insane and i love that you are just putting it right out there sassy i'm curious if your boy has had any uh response to all of this activity um he he stopped dancing it happened before we started doing the hashtag my boy can dance um and we've been he's very much engaged in looking at the images he likes to see the the posts that are being posted by everybody in the videos and and sharing of of just what the boys are out there can do and he enjoys that he does dance around at home he does dance around in the street and everywhere else he just isn't comfortable within a dance lesson Mm -hmm. and I agree a lot of it is to do with the way the dance lessons I believe are kind of set up there's so many girls in in, within the lesson he was the only boy so as soon as he walked in and he was told you're a girl yes of course he's going to think that because as soon as he got that information he processed it of actually if I look around everybody's right everybody was in their pink tutus he was the only one in the shorts and t-shirt just little messages like that where he just didn't quite it didn't it did he didn't feel like he fitted in within that and um, I have heard of there are lots of other people and and dance schools that are trying to make it so that there are boy only classes and they're becoming very successful but unfortunately unless you've got x amount of boys that want to attend 
I mean, it would it wouldn't happen at Jaden's dance school because he was the only boy. So that was the same exact problem we faced. There just were not enough boys in the area who were frankly willing to stand up and do it. It's almost like you have to reach that critical mass before that can happen. Definitely. Funnily enough, though, as soon as I put out that I was looking for the boy dancers within Portsmouth of all ages, there are a lot of them. They all attend X amount of schools. So there might be one or two in each school. Mm -hmm. But actually, and we're all within the same area, but they didn't realize that actually there was there was a hundred of us. Like there's lots of us that that we can all come together. But the ages, again, they varied from the age of three to the 18. So I mean, I think we've got about 11, 10 year olds, but they all went to different schools. So mm-hmm. there is kind of, a, there would be a need for it. I suppose if all of these boys came together, there could be a dance school, but a lot of them are settled with, with their own okay. dance teachers within the school they're in at the moment. So it's a weird one. I don't know how you would, I don't know how you would change that. You start the way you are by, yes. first of all, helping boys realize that there are other boys doing that. You know I mean, I know you know this. There are other boys who have never danced, but maybe want to. Want to, yes. And are watching this happen and just waiting for the signal that it's safe to do so. And the truth of the matter is, it is not necessarily safe for boys to dance in 2019. I pulled up some (laughs) stats getting ready for this, this podcast. I'm famous for that here. This gentleman did a study and found that 93% of boys involved in ballet, 93% reported teasing and name calling. Yes. 68% experienced verbal or physical harassment. 11% said they were victims of physical harm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Physical harm. This is how powerful these cultural expectations about what a man should be, what a boy should be, what a boy can do are. And our boys sense this. They're trying to be safe. So in doing what you're doing, Sassy, you are creating safety for these boys. I'd like to think so. I I think also for me, the main thing is I'm trying to, um, I suppose it is safety, but I'm trying to empower them all Mm -hmm. just to feel uh, that it's okay. It is all to do with language of the masculinity type of language. And a lot of it, the teasing that they face, it is all name calling. Um, But knowing that it's worth it, that what they want to do is, is something that keeps them happy and empowering them to say, look at, how far you can go and look at all of you together I think that's the important message um, and I think that's what needs to happen and I think yeah you are right it is about safety because it's almost like they're having to come out to their friends and family and say yes. I dance and that to me is absurd and I'm a dancer so I come from a dance background so for me as a girl you just don't have to do that you just it's part it's almost expected if you're if you're a girl you you probably would dance it's just but for a boy a lot of them will say well no none of of my friends know I don't I don't tell them until they're very much older maybe college even when they it's one of their options that they want to take it further because they know they want it to be a career um but before that I don't feel that people feel safe enough to say it it's it's very interesting many boys 
face prejudice, ridicule within their own families. The study that I was referring to, um, his research also revealed that for many boys, their father is the number one obstacle, kind of saying, you can't do this, you shouldn't do this. And I can see how for some dads, they feel like they're protecting their son in this weird way because they know their son has to exist in this culture and this culture is still not accepting of it. But, you know, talk about putting up a barrier between you and your son and and not allowing somebody to be who they are. What thoughts do you have on that? You know, let's say, let's say somebody's listening and they have a son and he wants to dance, but not everybody in the family is on board with that. I think that's a really difficult one. You have to be quite a strong individual, I think, just to persevere with it and to keep going. I have the the boys that I've come in contact with, a couple of them have faced that and have had to kind of go against their family in terms of knowing that they're not 100% supported behind it. Um, But they've got that kind of inner drive, their passion for the dance that they will keep going. I believe it's the ones that will stop and and decide they don't want to do it anymore they're the ones that you kind of have to help a little bit more to have that discussion I think a lot of it comes down to education I'm now having more talks with people I think that there needs to be kind of more discussions within schools about kind of gender and 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 different activities and kind of that everybody can do and I think the more that we can see and have activities which allow the boys to kind of express themselves through dance and and drama and things will open up the doors for them but it's whether or not that's accessible to them or not um for the boys themselves that are uh, it's, it's such a tricky one because I couldn't imagine being in that position of hearing my own father say well you shouldn't do that or it's not really for you to do um yeah I I, it's it's a really really hard one it's Um, heartbreaking it is very heartbreaking heartbreaking and the it's what really gets to me is is it's so much passion that the the dancers that do face this and carry on and succeed they are the ones that I I just wow because I, I as an individual and my son already we've already shown that we, we we couldn't face that as as a battle that we'd have to face daily and I think um yeah so for them it's 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 unbelievable I like cute clothes I like having stylish outfits and I hate shopping armoire makes getting dressed easier armoire is a clothing rental membership option And Janet and I recently have both tried it out. And you guys, it is so much fun. You go to their website, you get to take a little quick style quiz, takes five minutes, and then you get presented a list of beautiful clothing, pictures, wonderful clothes that you can pick out and get delivered to your house for you to try and wear in the comfort of your own home without going out and determine what looks cute put together outfits without investing a ton of money. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off your first month. That is up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash envoys. That's armoire.style, 
a r m o i r e dot style slash on boys to get 50% off your first month and never have to worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. One of the most challenging things about being a woman at midlife is realizing how little people understand about perimenopause and menopause, Janet. I just had a conversation with my sister about that this weekend. She is 10 years younger than me, so I'm 51, she's 41, and she went to ask her healthcare provider, hey, can you provide me some information? And she got information, but she was frustrated by how incomplete it seems, how little we know, and how for way too many people, the answer seems to be, yep, that's the way it is, deal with it. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. And not only are our mamas out there having to deal with perimenopause, likely at this age, but many of our moms are dealing with their sons entering or in puberty, which is kind of nature's irony, which is, oof. Cruel joke, Janet. Cruel joke. Cruel joke. Thankfully, thankfully, increasingly, there are those who are recognizing that women need and deserve competent care and treatment for perimenopause and menopausal symptoms. And we know that can still be harder to access than it should be, which is why we have partnered with Winona. Winona helps women who are dealing with menopause or perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. Telehealth, you can access care from your home when it is convenient for you. Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit with free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel at any time. Your path to wellness has zero obligations. Use the code ONBOYS at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. That's B-Y-W-I-N-O-N-A.com slash ONBOYS. Winona, menopause care made easy. Yeah. Yeah, it really elevates looking at the dancers that have made it, the male dancers that have made it through. It it kind of elevates even more the amazing work that they are doing. And have you had contact with any professional dancers, male professional dancers? I've had a couple of dance teachers that have worked professionally within the world that have contacted me and they're more than excited because they just want to help and be on board and do workshops and and speak and do everything like that so um it's opened up so many links which is is what really is what we want which is perfect because as the project develops and we move on to different cities and different nations and things um it's having the 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 pool of people there that will be able to come and link in and say actually we've done it and we would like to speak to you about our experiences and what drove us to get go through it and mm-hmm. and how we managed to get through to the other side and what we had to face and and how we dealt with that and also then when they have the workshops with these boys 
it, it's just so inspiring to them to know that it's not just a mum that's sitting there saying, yeah, right, you can right. do it, it's yeah. okay. It's really nice to see an, a male uh, role model. While I was preparing for this episode, I ran across a brand new documentary put together by a guy here in the United States, and the movie is called Dansour. Yes. And I've just contacted them because I want to screen it in the UK as part of the project. We will include um, the trailer in our show notes as well as a link to their website because he did this documentary movie about boys pursuing ballet and the obstacles that they face and how they're doing. And it is available, like if you want to screen it in your community, you can contact him and get the movie and the licensing to screen it in your community. And just watching that trailer, I saw so clearly what you referred to. The boys who do persist, their passion is so deep and so obvious. In the trailer, there's a couple of these boys, and they talk very bluntly about things that people told them, but they are glowing from within inside because they are doing this thing that is a part of them that they were born to do. We've been talking about dance But really, this is all much bigger than this. And that's the whole point of My Boy Can. Yes, this is just one strand of it. My Boy Can would be the umbrella. And then this is just one strand that's coming off of it. What if there's a mom out there listening or a dad and they have a son who is likes to dance around the living room? What would you what would you tell them? I would say um, to encourage it, it is nothing more um, fun and just inspiring and just enjoyment of seeing children just in that element of dancing and singing and just getting lost in that that kind of world of just of imagination and and music and it's wonderful to see so I would just run with it I do encourage other people and say oh if they've really got a huge passion for it then do take them to the dance list really enjoy just that that moment with them um there's so much that that you can see through dance I think with a personality of a child and just in the choice of music like they'll just get lost in it and it's wonderful. Dance is so huge you know we've mentioned specifically ballet but there's jazz there's tap there's hip-hop there's every kind of music every kind of genre and so that can be an option for families too I mean let's face it your boy is facing a lot of discrimination and getting a lot of flack from his friends because he's in ballet you know what maybe find a different style for him for a while you know do what you can to help him find a balance between what he wants to do and what he can do while he's dealing with all of that pressure and sometimes it can be so it, it can just be going to a local event where they just want to stand on the dance floor with everybody else and move and that's empowering that's amazing so sometimes it doesn't mean they have to do the lessons it doesn't mean they have to actually go out and find a technique or anything like that sometimes it's just about being lost in that music and the movement and just the bodies and the mass of people and just enjoy it and so many people enjoy that so that's what I think some people you can get caught up in it a little bit and this is what's happened with my son he okay he doesn't want to do his ballet lessons at the moment that's fine but I'm just allowing him to still have that fun play with dance we're 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 seeing different genres of dancing like what you've said he is only four so it's not it it doesn't matter if it 
if he doesn't really decide to go to a dance class again but if in a couple of years he says well actually I really like the look of street dance brilliant go ahead have a try I think it all comes down to just saying they can do it and it's just that support and I think that's what my boy can has become because there's so many people that will just say oh no you can't or you shouldn't because you're a boy or or you can't really because what if you get bullied and this and just just don't say that just step back and just say yeah try it you You can can. anything yeah and then you you have to yes okay you might face some of that negativity but I think as long as the support's there and as long as the people are there saying like the love and everything's there for them they will either strive with that and absolutely think this is brilliant and run with it and the passion will, will drive them. Or they will just say, actually, I, I, I don't like facing that negativity. That's fine because you were their safe place anyway. They will continue to do it at home. Mm-hmm. They'll continue to do it within their safety. And that, that, again, is fine. As long as they know they're supported, it's as soon as you say, no, you can't that's when the wall comes up and I think that's what like what you we were saying earlier that's when they internalize it and that's when it becomes deeper than it just being a matter of them just wanting to have a go at something mm-hmm. so yeah so many of us who are women know what it's like to get those you can't messages and for a lot of us it has changed within our lifetime and now you don't think of telling a girl no you can't do that because you're a girl Many of us don't realize until we become boy moms that these messages are still very, very, very strong for boys. So we begin by making this change at home. We amplify it by connecting with others like you are, and this is going to go around. It is going to change the next generation and beyond. That's what I really, really hope. It is just about opening those discussions. And I totally agree with you. I was very much aware of kind of the feminism and the movements. And I I feel very empowered. I feel every day on my Facebook, I see a lot of empowerment, a lot of t-shirts, a lot of slogans, a lot of memes, everything. And as soon as I had a boy, I realized there was none of that for, for boys. And that's what really, really drove me because I just thought, actually, this is what needs to change. Because the minute there's such a small, it's just, it's a matter of language, I think. As soon as there's some positivity for them, all of a sudden, everything will kind of change automatically and organically, that we will see it improve and and the attitudes will improve and boys will feel more supportive and, and, and more positive in their decisions. And I think mental health and then so on, everything will just kind of carry on. It will have a knock on effect. And that's, that's what I believe. And I just think it is the same with what's happened with women and feminism and everything. Exactly what you were just saying on... You, I just couldn't imagine somebody trying to tell me as a woman you can't do that because my automatic I will fight that but right. for a man yeah for a man or a young boy they automatically like oh okay yes okay yeah there's boundaries and I I, I don't see why they're so influential still yeah. I don't I don't under that's for me personally I don't understand why they they control us so oh boys so much I don't know what what that's helping yeah at all. we're right there with you sassy <laughs> we're right there with you and together we are making that change it feels like glacier speed but it ha- it's happening and you know with you doing my boy can my boy can dance it's happening in yet another realm and that's 
you know, it's just going to be step by step like that. Tell our listeners where they can join you in this campaign, My Boy Can Dance, and also in the bigger picture of My Boy Can. We're on Facebook predominantly. So our page is just My Boy Can. Also within that, there's a couple of groups. We've actually got the My Boy Can Dance group, and we've also got a My Boy Can group so again it's just open for discussions a lot of us are parents it's not just mums it's dads as well and parents with sons that are just facing the stigma of not quite conforming to the gender identity or stereotype even it's not even identity it's the stereotype it's the stereotype it's this narrow it man box that we have talked about yes. and time and again it is this teeny tiny definition of what's okay to be a boy and it is time to blow that up and make it so much bigger yes definitely but on top of that a lot of it is i it, i believe that there's so many families and boys that are doing that but it's it's not accessible in the wider world at the moment mm-hmm. so for instance my son absolutely loves mermaids we've got all the mermaid stuff that's brilliant we can't find unless we go get it made or we have to look really specific for it. You can't go into a shop and get a mermaid t-shirt for a boy just because it's so regimented to the stereotype and with clothing and things. And I know there's other pages like let's toys be toys and let's mm-hmm. clothes be clothes that do all of this as well. But it's that it's as long as this discussion and everybody keeps on saying, well, actually there is a small demand for it I I believe there's a big demand for it but you know there is we are here and we want to see it I think as long as those discussions and everybody's coming together and keep saying it it will like you say it will just naturally have that impact of saying yes it will change and it is going to happen and we do have an Instagram page as well we are encouraging for the uh, my boy can dance campaign we are just encouraging everybody so if you've got a family member a friend um, it could be your brother anybody just anybody that you know that's male that dances and you think that's brilliant and you support them just take a photo my dad is going to be 83 this month he loves to polka dance more than anything in the world i need to find a video of him dancing and upload this yes please and then just hashtag my boy can dance yes (laughs) Yes. i love it i love it so everyone out there listening look around your community find those little pockets and we're going to bust this wide open and sassy you're leading the way and i just think it's so brilliant and i'm so appreciative of you taking up this mission because it has to be a social revolution it has has become a mission and i do hope it becomes a social revolution i hope it really does reach more people and and gets the message out there and like you said the my boy can umbrella it is there's so much that can come underneath it and there's so much that we discussed like this week i was literally talking about boys with long hair it's nothing to do with dance uh the discussion of my boy wanting to walk around with a, a doll that's another discussion just so many little little things which they just seem so trivial but yet have such a big impact on a young boy and older boys and just having that discussion so hopefully it will continue and the discussion will just continue and continue and continue until one day we can sit here have a discussion and say wow look what happened look what happened (laughs) and we can just drink our tea and (laughs) good with it we'll have no jobs (laughs) Oh, Sassy, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And we look forward to sharing your message far and wide. 
Thanks for joining us. We are Jennifer L.W. Fink and Janet Allison, and we are here to support you in parenting and teaching tomorrow's men. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.